She's got a thing for Bailey Smith and loves a sparkling ale. He's pestered us enough here at Triple M. We just gave him a job. On Triple M, it's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. So you've heard about the bloke with the penis on his arm, right? It's been everywhere this week, hasn't it? If you've been living under a rock, mm. let me explain what's going on. So Malcolm McDonald, he's 47. He's, from, uh, he's from Norfolk in England and he lost his first wiener. Yeah, his snork. From a blood infection. Mm. It dropped off when he was in the toilet. Can you imagine? Completely gone. Decisions there. Flush, keep, flush, keep. Depends what you're packing. You hope you pick up the right log. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, this has already started blue. I've brought it in. Oh, no. You can saw it back on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sir, that's feces. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Better than what he originally had anyway, probably. Um, so he, he lost it originally, but doctors amazingly crafted a new one out of arm skin. And they sewed it to his arm so that it still had blood running through it and stuff because they weren't ready to attach it to his groin yet. Insane. And then they said, leave it on there for a year, which is a long time. And then COVID happened and all this stuff. It's ended up being like four or five years that he's had it on his arm. Oh, my God. He's been walking around in life with a wiener on his arm. Because he had a bit of trouble in the supermarket, didn't he, Loss? He went to an old lady was like, oh, can you help me get something off the top shelf? And he reached up and it fell out. It just fell out of his sleeve. Like, you know, he's trying to grab the Uberan from right at the top. <laughs> and it's like, as soon as it pops out, like, can you imagine the grandma? She'd be like, oh my God. She's, she thought she'd seen it all at 98. Yeah, that's it. I've done some heroic things in the 40s, <laughs> but I haven't seen a penis she, on the arm. She fought in World War II. <laughs> she flew bomber oh. jets. So now it's back and it... it it was about four years that he had it on there for, wasn't it? Or three or four years yeah. that he had it on his arm. Now, now it's, it's sewed back. Reattached to the groin, he's got a little pump action in it so that he can it can lift up and drop So we're back, back down. to 100% stable use? Yeah, but he doesn't get pleasure. Oh, right. He'll never have that again, apparently. Well, what's the point? Well, this is the thing. What's the point? Well, he'd be a very unselfish lover. Yeah, yeah big time. Because it, it's all for her. Yeah. You're doing it all for like her. Like I said, what's more... the point? <laughs> You dirty dog. All right now, Loz, I need to talk about a personal problem that happened throughout the wake up at uh, our home in Strathalbyn. Mm-hmm. Now, for the last six months, and you would have read about this, there's been a bit of a mice plague up in the Adelaide Hills, right? Yeah, I've heard about it. I've got family members up there that yeah. have just, it's been horrible. They've copped it? Yeah. Yeah, right. So we've been scot-free for six months, all right? And all my mates, so my brother's getting it who lives there, three or four mates that live in the town. They've got mice in the bloody walls. They've had it in the yeah. cavity, in the yep. roof, everything. Yep. And we, like Charlie and I- Cocky as. Cocky as on our yep. high horse. Yeah. Just going, oh, God. You on know, your big high mouse. Dirty bastards, you know? Like, seriously, just mop the floor. Yeah. Try that. It's because they're disgusting. Yeah, that's it. It's, it has nothing to do with a natural it, phenomenon. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with us whatsoever. We've yep. got people to the left of us that have got mice, people mm. to the right of us that Got my, obviously, we don't. You know, yeah, because you're clean. Because we clean. Yeah. Well, that changed this week. <laughs> and they finally descended <laughs> oh, upon you, they didn't they? Us. So I was on the phone, actually. I was on the phone to Rocky, Rockcliffe, Tom Rockcliffe, right? And mm. it was... Oh, it must be nice. Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> no, no, I think it's just after some, you know, radio... Advice? Info, not advice at all, but just some information. And anyway, so I was on the phone to him, which was all good, and we were talking about something, and then I'm like, mate, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> So hung up on him quickly because a, a, a mouse ran over my toes. Oh, where are you in the house? Uh, in the kitchen. No. Straight over my toes into the... So our laundry backs onto the kitchen, yeah. right? So it goes into the laundry and then I close the door straight yeah. away because it can't get out. It can't get out. You think that? 
I, it's, this is all I did, was put my phone down, hang it up, and by the time I did that, I walked into the laundry. I couldn't see it. Nah, it went on. It, it went back underneath the door yeah. and then back into the kitchen and out and about in the house. Did you honestly believe... Is this your first rodeo, son? No. I, well, it might be with mice because like the gap between... Yeah, you think that they can't fit, they can fit. They, they are can like fit pancakes, anywhere. mate. <laughs> what they do to their spine... It's ridiculous. ...to get under a door makes me sick. It is. Like, they're so flexible and whatever. And then, anyway, so I rang Charlie. <laughs> Look, and, they what, turn into like a 50-cent piece. honestly, like... A Thinner than that. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's not. It, it turns into like a, a, a discus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I rang Charlie, my partner. Clip. I'm like, love, we got mice. <laughs> which it's is, happened. Which is not good. Yeah. And Charlie's very house proud as well, yeah. obviously. And she's like, oh, this can't be happening. So she grabbed a couple of my, uh, mouse, mouse traps. traps. On the, so we set them up within 10 minutes. Full. Bang, bang. Yep. Two of them straight away. Oh, you're going to need more than two. Well, I'm sorry. You so, are so underprepared. So this is the thing. So yeah. this is what I want to ask, and I want to get this uh, information out. We went bang, bang within 10 minutes, got rid of them, and set them up, and we haven't had another one since. Okay. So maybe we've got on, no. on top of it. No. Your life's about to change, Sunday. You Jim. reckon? Yeah. Jumanji is coming. Oh, it, like I had a mouse plague in my house up in Paracombe. This is not with my parents. This was the one I had with a friend. Yeah. We had a night where we created our own mousetrap because... Your own mousetrap. Because the little grey ones just kept going off. We, we couldn't reset them fast enough, okay? Mm. In the night, we would all four of them would be full and then it just... We needed another way. So what we did, we read about this online. We had a bucket of water mm. sitting underneath, sort of next to a chair. Yeah. And on the chair, we had like a brick holding a bit of paper... That was coming off the chair. Right, And yeah. on the edge of the paper, we put peanut butter. Oh, so it would fall. It would run to get off, uh, to eat the peanut butter, and yep. then the paper would collapse. In the morning. Would the paper collapse or it would collapse? What do you mean? It would just fall off? Yeah. Or the... the paper sort of bent down. Yeah, and yeah, and it would yeah. fall into the water. Into the water. Guess how many mice we had in the morning. This is, honestly, this makes me sick. How many? 27 mice. 27 mice. To the point where we looked in, we couldn't see water. We could just see grey backs. And they were all drowned. They were all dead. They were wow. all dead. And it makes me sad. You're a cruel bitch. It makes me sad. But the only way no, I was able to get sad. to this point was I was lying in bed. And this will happen to you, mate. This will happen to you. You'll hear a mouse scuttling around the room and you'll just be so over it that you almost don't even care anymore. You just let it. You just let it do it because you just can't be bothered. You've done it night after night after night waiting up trying to catch them. You just lose it. You just don't care anymore. So you're laying there and you hear a mouse sort of scampering around. And just what? And just go, and then you hear it. then you hear it go quiet and you go, oh, maybe it's... Drowning. Maybe it's gone out into the kitchen or gone somewhere else and it's not in the room anymore. No, no. It's gone quiet because it's on the bed sheets now. And you're laying there on your back thinking that everything's fine yeah. and that the mouse has left the room and all of a sudden you're about to fall asleep and you feel it run across your neck and screech and get caught in your hair. And you grab it out of your hair and you can feel it in your hand and it is writhing around in your hand screaming and you throw it against the wall and it dies. And that's an experience that you have to have inside of you for life. Right. Well, I know what I'm doing, the Sabo. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. The wow. F- the future is bright, Sunny Jim. Mm. Mm. That's really rattled me. <laughs>
Like we've got drowning mice, <laughs> got them in our hair. <laughs> yeah, come visit the Adelaide Hills. How nice. <laughs> I will give you a voucher. No wonder there's so many wineries. You have to be blind to put up with them all. <laughs> Right now, a little segment to make you think. It's Laws and Tomo's Shower Thoughts. Right, oh Adelaide, this is the time that basically it's early in the morning or it's late at night. You're in the shower, you're pondering, you've either got a big day ahead mm. or you've come home from work after a big day and just a little part of your brain just mm. is always ticking over and this is where really the shower thoughts just tick over about things that don't really mean much at all, Loz. Yeah, no, but they also send you into a frenzy. A big time, Because okay. there's no real answer to these questions. There's a whole heap, okay? So there's, there's been so many that we've done about this. Yeah. Like, oh, so many over the years. Like, for instance... I'll give you one about the AirPods, okay? The AirPods is a classic. You put two AirPods in and you're happy to take a phone call. No mm. worries at all. But it would feel weird if you only had one AirPod in and you're taking a phone call, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah. But that's no difference than just putting your phone up to your ear that yeah. we've done for generations. Yeah. You would never take an, a phone call with your AirPods with just one with in. With just one in. It'd be weird. But, you'd, oh, but, you've got, but you've got the phone speaker up to one ear. That's just an example. We've got a whole heap today. Um, I'll give you one. Yep. The word scent. As in smell, when you smell a scent. Yeah, scent, yeah. Is the S or C silent? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's very good, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's very good. Oh, shower thoughts. It would have to be, I'm going to say the S. Oh, you're trying to answer it? Yeah, I'm going to say oh. the S. <laughs> I, I, I know we don't usually do this, but I'm going to say the S because the word scent is already there, isn't it, with yeah. the C? Like a five-cent piece. Yeah. So you think the S is silent. silent? Yeah. Yeah, but you've got a word that's S E N T. Yeah, you mate, sent, yeah, sent I know. It's mail. tough. It's tough. <laughs> I almost think that there is no true answer to that. Oh, triple eight five one zero four seven. If you know, us up. Um, why do we get in a car, mm. but you hop on the bus? No, that's awful. Because you don't get in the bus, do no, you? No, you'd never get in. You don't know what are you up to? I'm just getting in the bus. What? <laughs> that would be so weird. <laughs> what do you mean you're getting in the bus? What the exhaust or something? <laughs> No, 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 I'm getting in it. No, 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 you're getting on it, mate. How and you're getting in the car. You don't get on the car. How are you getting there, mate? Oh, just hopping on the car. Yeah, hopping on the car. <laughs> what, the roof racks? No, no, no. Passenger seat. Doesn't oh, work. And you get on the train. That's right. And and the tram. Get on the tram. You don't get in the tram. You can get in a plane, though. Yeah, you can right. hop on a plane or you can get in a plane yeah, and go true. for it. That's trip. both. I like Ooh. that one. What do you got for us? Let me have a look. Um, how come our nose runs, but our feet smell? No, oh god, yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. Because <laughs> you use your feet to run, yeah, and then you use your nose to smell, yeah. But your nose runs, and your, and feet, your feet smell. smell. This is good. Yep. I like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at a restaurant mm-hmm. and you're sitting down there and you're waiting for the waiter, mm. aren't you the waiter? Oh yeah, that's good, isn't yep. it? You're the waiter. Mm. Yep. You got one more to finish. Why do we use the term hair for all of it, but hairs for just a few? That's bloody good. So when I talk about my hair, we're talking about my whole head of hair. That's right. But if there's just a few hairs on the table, we use the plural version, even though your hair is plural. She's a real classic less is more, isn't it? Yeah. It should be. Oh, I love what you've done with your hairs. Yeah, that's it. Your hairs are good. I'm (laughs) going to go get my hairs cut. What? Where about? Just on my head. Now, Lozzie, mm. we've uh, obviously all been in different workplaces where bosses can, I don't know, they come up with a, a bit of a strategy that everyone, <laughs> like they buy into, yep. absolutely. But some of them, we've had some strategies over the years that you, you think are, are good at the time and you look back and you go, what the hell was that? It's always an acronym too, where it's like every letter represents a different 
method of trying to get the result. A hundred percent. Remember one of our, at our old boss, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a meeting that we would have at the end of every single breakfast show that we did. Oh no. For the whole station and the whole station had to be, what was it called? (sighs) It was called, what was it? It started with scrum. an S. Scrum. That's right. We used to have to scrum. Scrum every day. So we'd finish. Oh, it was a finish, horrible waste of time. We'd finish the show at nine o'clock and they go, you know, go, yeah, we're going to scrum today at 10.30. I said, mate, that's an hour and a half. Like, I could be gone by five past nine. I'm hanging around for an hour and a half <laughs> to figure out what the hell's going on with the rest of the station, which we, we didn't need to know. We didn't need anything else. But uh, somewhere overseas, someone's posted on Reddit a really similar thing to scrum. Yeah. Yep. It's a, it's a contract yes. that they all have to sign mm. and it's called the sweat pledge. The sweat. And it stands for skill and work ethic aren't taboo. Oh, That's no. a stretch. Yeah, that is a stretch. That's embarrassing. Yeah, trying on. to find words that make another word. Exactly right. That's all you're doing. <laughs> what we'll do, we're going to come up with sweat and then find words yeah, to fit sw- it. The sweat pledge sounds great. It does. Find a word that fits the, one of those letters. The sweat pledge sounds great by itself. <laughs> Doesn't it? It yeah. doesn't need a, a doesn't meaning know. for every letter. No. So basically, on this sweat pledge, yep. there's a whole heap of things. The first one, it just says, I believe that I have won the greatest lottery of all time. I am alive. I walk the earth. I live in America. Above all things, I am grateful. Now, this is the thing mm. that some employers try and gaslight you with. Yep. You're just lucky to be here, mate. Yes, exactly. How dare you expect fine working conditions exactly. and proper pay mm. and to not be abused yeah. in the coffee and tea room. Well, that's all- You're just lucky to be alive. If you don't do it, someone else yeah. will. Oh, I've got 10 other people lined up <laughs> desperate for jobs. Yeah. Oh, man. So there's a whole heap of these on there. And it just, I don't know, mate, how would we go if we got this uh, sweat pledge put in front of us? Well, one of the things is it says no whining and show up early. So, so you're out. I'm obviously. out. You're Whining's out. my favourite thing to do, and I've never been on time in my life. You're out big time. This is a good one. I believe that my safety is my responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that being in compliance does not necessarily keep me out of danger. That like, is... How can you how can you do that in the world of 2022 with work health, OC health, whatever, workplace safety? I believe my safety is my reasoning, responsibility. my responsibility, my if, fault. If I was the guy who came up with the sweat pledge, I'd be sweating because I think that. Uh... <laughs> can you imagine just that at the? Oh, just put that on a on a building site at the mm. end of the scaffold. Mm. My safety is my responsibility. <laughs> now hop up there and lay a hundred bricks. <laughs> Now, you are a bricklayer by trade Correct. and sometimes still lay bricks, even though oh, you have yeah. four shows on Fa- Triple M. Family business. Um, Community battler. I need to ask you Here about what the expectations are yes. as a tradie on the person's house you're working on okay. in terms of feeding, watering, yep. toileting, all that sort of stuff. Watering, mate. We're human beings, not a plant. <laughs> I did. You are so... <laughs> That is demeaning. <laughs> okay. Just because you've signed this massive contract, you can't just call tradies plants. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. Anyway, go on. Yes. What do you expect? Okay. So I had someone around the other day working on the roof. Yep. Not my house. Yep. Landlord's home. Yes. But I have to be there, yep. you know, because I'm the tenant. That's it. G'day, mate. How you going? Yeah, good. No worries. You want a glass of water or anything? Yeah, glass wouldn't would go wouldn't go astray. Yep. By the end of it, 
I'd microwaved him a slice of quiche. Okay, perfect. Right. And he'd taken a shit in my toilet. Has he really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Just for the roof. Yeah. God, like roofers aren't even tradies. So I made that's... him up a bed. Oh, wow. Okay, so. The que- I polished his shoes. The question I ask is, so you you did offer some stuff? I did offer. You know I'm a people pleaser. Because there's a rule of thumb. Okay. And all tradies know this. Okay. If you go to someone's house, this is inside information. I'd turn the knob up here, Adelaide. <laughs> If you go to someone's house as a tradie, yeah. straight away, yeah. if they offer you a drink or a tea or a coffee or something to eat or yeah. uh, show, or tell you where the bathroom is, yeah. very, very good, honest, community battler, soul to the earth people. Right. Don't have... Don't have thousands of thousands to wash themselves with. Don't have a whole heap of money. Right. That that, that yeah, is that just checks out. salt of the earth, people. <laughs> okay. If you go to someone's house and they don't offer a drink, a tea, a coffee, biscuits, or show you where the toilet, rich right. and nasty. Okay. <laughs> that is rule of thumb. Rich and nasty. And what do you do to the rich and nasties? You, oh, you jack you, the bill up. You rip them off. You jack the bill up. Okay. <laughs> Big time. Okay. Cash only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That is a rule of thumb. So and offering I- a tea and a coffee is enough to just get you to realise that we're humble yep. humbug scrubbers. <laughs> and I'm, I'm honest. I I'm, swear to God, mate, and this is honestly advice for people out there, especially with tradies so hard to get at the moment and tradies yeah. can charge whatever the hell they want at the yeah. moment and get the jobs. Yeah. It, it affects the price. Whether you show them. If you, get, if you get offered something and you show good manners, it affects the price. So I, by giving this roofer yep. some quiche, got a better price for the landlord who just jacked up my rent by $100 a week. <laughs> so not only am I paying more rent, but I've yeah. lost a triangle of quiche. Yeah, exactly. You've lost a triangle of quiche, you're paying more rent, <laughs> yeah. and your landlord's about to retire. <laughs> Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. Righto, the old Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. We've been playing this for years, Lozzie. How's it going? Alicia's going to give us a category and a letter. Yep. You and I are going to try and answer that and fill in the category and letter requirements as quickly as we possibly can. Can you please give us an example, Alicia? Name a student CBD starting with a lot of P. Pulteney. Yeah, I think I got that. Beautiful. Good start. It's almost like you saw it coming. <laughs> really? Because it happens every week from producer Alicia. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Righto, I'm on today. I am on. You're sharp? I'm up. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to go. All right. Number one. Mm-hmm. Name a part of the body that starts with the letter H. Hand. Oh. <laughs> Shivers. I'm up and I'm going. Oh, what's familiar with the hand, are you, Tomo? Yes, I am. <laughs> What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, no. Get with it, Loz. Come on. Don't get the giggles. Name an animal starting with the letter T. Tiger. No, it's not. What are you talking about? (laughs) Just talking you out of it. (laughs) (laughs) You probably could talk me out of that. It's an amphibian. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mammal. (laughs) It is. All right. One each. Okay. Name something you would find in a bathroom, starting with the letter S. Shoes. Shoes, I guess. Well, yeah. I guess you would. You could. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go to the bathroom to look for, for them. Because yeah. I, I, I would have that. taken soap or shampoo. Yeah. Because or... I go shoes. to the bathroom and then I take my shoes off, then I hop in the shower. Oh. 
What? I mean, yeah, <coughs> sure. Twisted. Whatever. Oh, this for the win. This is done. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on, Lish. Come on. Come on, Lizzie. <coughs> for the win. Come Tomo. on, Tom Dog. LFG. <laughs> Lozzie, you ready? As, a, as I'll ever be. Your eyes have glazed over. I'm, <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm going to my happy place like <laughs> Happy Gilmore does. <laughs> Name something you would take to the dry cleaner. Dry cleaner, dry cleaner, yeah. Shut up. Starting with the letter D. <laughs> Duna. Yes. Freaking hell. <laughs> what Lozzie's could back that in the game other than Duna? <laughs> Why to say dang it? Rinse and repeat. Oh, no. Times are tough. <laughs> it's recycling at its oh, best. No. All right, we're on one each. This is for the win. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, mate. Don't worry. <sighs> Whoever gets this. Okay. Locked away at two all. Name a type of pasta starting with the letter T. Tortellini. Oh, yes. Yes. Don't bring culture into it, you moron. <laughs> Tortellini's culture to you. Yeah, it That's is. so funny. And so true, isn't it? <laughs> Sums me up perfectly. Now, Lozzie, I love seeing this stuff. I love seeing the collision of two worlds, the okay. community battler world into the people that are really, really well off. Yeah. I, I think it's brilliant. Like a really posh girl with a bad boy. Yes. Yeah, that's good. On the wrong good. side of the tracks. What's that? My mother, of all people, used to have this saying. She's like, oh, you only date the bad boys. You don't marry them. Oh, right. And I'm like, hmm, that's a checkered past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, some broken hearts across the yeah, nation. Yeah, poor dad's a saint. <laughs> He's walking around, starts wearing a leather jacket, gets an earring. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, so I used to have a 2003 banged up Ford Courier, the ute that mm-hmm. I used to, I used to travel down to the city from the hills all the time. And it, Every time I see one, I think oh, of you and I hate that. It was like, it's like a low rider. It yeah. was missing a couple of hubcaps. It was banged Awful. up to buggery. It was honestly a treat if I got down to the city and back. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a great year. It was fantastic. I crashed it so many times and it just kept on coming back. Yeah. So whenever I see cars coming down the freeway now and I see a car that's a little bit banged up or whatever, I just think of that ute straight mm. away. But I was at the stoplights on the, at the freeway on Glen Osmond Road there coming into the city and I looked left and I saw a banged up two, uh, 1993 Toyota Camry. Oh. Okay. Like old school banged oh, up. Oh, Camry Crow. It just stunk of like first car. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you've just scratched about three grand up as a 17, 18 year old kid yeah. and you've got the car and you're driving to school. He's probably going to Herbray or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. swinging left to go to... Go to school and I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I love that stuff. And it was a young fella in there. But then I look, I, so I look left straight away and he's, he's, got, he's got the AirPods in. <laughs> he's got the AirPods in the Camry. Right. And that's a collision of two worlds. Yeah, because like, AirPods very posh. Yeah, very to-do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then you've got the, the bloke there and I'm just like, mate, that's a, that's a real collision of two worlds. Yeah. And I'll tell you was what, he wearing a Rolex too? No, 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 it wasn't. It, no, that's the only sort of decent accessory that he had on it. But like to me, because I understand that straight away, because mm. when I had my 2003 banged up Ford Courier, um, I wanted to listen to Bluetooth or uh, something like that or mm. anything, you know. I had to put it on a UE boom and, and put this, it in the passenger seat. Yep, that's I would, embarrassing. I would never be seen with the AirPods in. You just couldn't do it. So... Collision of two worlds. Gold. A doctor. Yep. Imagine this, wearing a backwards cap. 
Yeah, that's, that's a collision of two worlds. Yeah. That's a collision of two worlds. You got one? You got a high pay, paid lawyer there. Yeah. You know, and then of a night time, he takes off his suit and just above his left breast, Southern Cross tap. Yeah. <laughs> that's a collision of two worlds. It's Gay Waterhouse with a tramp stamp. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. It's like listening to radio when you have the ability to listen to Spotify. Oh! This is exciting. Paul Kelly, yes. another man I love. Uh, his song, How to Make Gravy, we all know it. It's the Christmas song. We've got a little bit of it here, Lish. Oh. How good. Oh. It's about a young man, Joe. Yep. He's writing a letter to his family, his brother Dan, about how he's so sad he's in jail and the family's going to have to go on without him over Christmas mm. and who's going to make the gravy, yeah. you know, and he tell, you know, it's really beautiful. It's makes like me cry. Gravy day, 21st of December. Every year. Yeah, everyone. And it just it just gets played under, underneath that many Insta stories. Yeah. It's become a, like a, a cult figure of yeah. Australian Cultural Christmas. phenomenon. A movie's going to be made about it. Yeah. A great idea because there's so many characters in it. Even though it's just a song, Mm. there are so many. It's Frank, Angus, Dolly, Rita. They've all got stuff going on. Uh, And then you've got Joe, the main protagonist. And we actually, I spoke to Paul Kelly a couple months back. But I asked him about this song and about Joe. Joe, the protagonist. How far back do you go into the backstories in your head? Like, do you know why Joe's in jail? You know, is that part of the process for you? No, no, I don't. I don't. I, it's, it's vague to me as well. So okay. I, mean, I imagine he's not he's not in jail for something that serious because it's you know he's going to be out in six months. Yeah. I, ma- I imagine Joe. I sort of have a I sort of have a you know sort of a bit of a picture of Joe as being a you know he's a good-hearted guy, mm. but he's he does dumb things. Let's yeah. Say. He does a few dumb things, um, but he's he's perhaps in the right place. But he's uh, he's got himself into trouble, and um, he seems to run through a few songs of mine. I think he yep. might be the guy in Two the Door. Oh. He could be that guy. Oh, I think I might guy. be in love with Joe. <laughs> Is there anyone you don't throw yourself at? Because no. there's been Brian Taylor and now uh, a fictional character that's in <laughs> Yalla. <laughs> Who would play Joe in your head? Ah, that's an interesting one. It has to be Australian, obviously. I've got someone in mind, but he might be a bit old. Okay, go on. Eric Banner. Eric Banner. A bit of a roughed up, grubbed up Eric Banner. Do you see that? I do a little bit. Or are just, you seeing more of a Hemsworth, handsome, strapping? I'm going to go really off cuff here, like really off cuff. And it would have to probably change a little bit of his own personality to do it. But I reckon Hugh Sheridan could oh, do it. Oh, you're right. Mm. You're right. What do you reckon? He could be either Joe or maybe, you know, Angus or mm. one of the other players. Yeah. Well, I mean, he obviously will be in it because we don't have that many actors. Yeah, exactly. So pick but a role. They actually make the movie around Hugh Sheridan, I think. <laughs> It's weird. There was like a full cabaret scene in it. It's got something for everyone. Yeah, it was covered in glitter too. <laughs> now, I want to talk about this and I want both your opinions here, Loz and mm-hmm. producer Alicia. Yes. Okay, so a man has stole his girlfriend's $10,000. Okay, so it's her money. Oh, He's stolen 10 Sounds like a healthy little duo there. Great mm. relationship. Yeah. He's stolen $10,000 off her yep. because he clearly didn't have the money yep. to place a bet. Okay, right. so he's placed a bet. 
Oh, that's awful. Few problems there. What do you Risky. mean? Risky. What? Taking ten grand off her. Yeah. To place a bet. Yeah, I know. And then obviously have to pay. You her might. Back. You might lose it. Correct. You'd have to. Well, you'd have to lose. Really, wouldn't you? Yeah. So he's taken this money, Loz. All right. Mm. So he's got the ten thousand dollars there, and he's obviously punting it away. Um. But he's won a hundred million dollars. No, he's won a hundred. All million. right, well then it's paid off. He's, I guess. he's won a hundred million dollars, and then they can like build a mansion or something. Well, if they, this is the thing, they're still together, and she's furious, and she wants forty million of it. Sure. Well, not really sure. What do you mean? It's her money. Not really. Yes, it is. He stole it from her. Yeah, he stole ten thousand dollars. He stole ten thousand, and then used that to turn it into. Mm. A hundred million. She's entitled to all of it, I would say, in a no, court of law. Yes, no, no, I would. No, because, no, because she didn't put the bet on. Yeah, but it was her money. She I can have. I could defend this with my eyes closed. She can have. She can have the $10,000 back. No, you know she's what? entitled to all her, of it. I'd give her double. She was, can, she, she's won $10,000 herself. Oh, that's a nice offer. Not taking it because we're entitled to all of it. Why? Because it was her money. Yeah, but that's only because you know how much she, the blokes won. Yeah, but what do you mean? So, well, what if he said, "Oh, you know, I've doubled your money, and you can have it all," and then, but he uh, yeah, but that would be a lie. She's entitled to all of it still. She's entitled, you reckon, to a hundred million dollars? Yes, because it's her investment. No, it's, it's not, not though. his investment. First of all, well, he's that the one money that was the... taken illegally, mm-hmm. which is a crime. Yeah, so he was cl- in jail immediately. Her money turned into a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but she didn't place the bet. It doesn't matter. Are you serious? No, I am serious. So you would take that money? Absolutely, I'm taking the money. If someone robbed you $10,000 and then placed a bet with it, you're taking the winnings. Because it's your money. I'd have to negotiate. I wouldn't be taking the full hog if my partner did that to me. I know you, Mm. and you would take the full hog. Nah, I don't reckon I would. What are you thinking here, Alicia? I don't know. It's just reminding me of the old, uh, if you get a scratchy for Christmas and win on it. Well, and then people come asking for money. That's no, the but thing. that's a gift. That's different than having something stolen yeah, from that you. Yeah, it, it is a little bit different. It, it, it's a great conversation, but that, you, can't ta- you can't tell me you take the whole thing. That's just. I'm not saying you take it, but I'm saying you're entitled to it. I don't reckon you are at all. I'm looking this up. I think we need to get a lawyer to call in as well. One triple three five three. Webster's lawyers, you're out there. <laughs> so what do you? So Duncan Bashir and Hannon you're, get you're, in contact. <laughs> you're taking the full hogs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's. I think that's wrong. It, 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 I, I don't care whether you think it's morally wrong. Mm. I think it's legally the right thing yeah. to do. I reckon you'd at least have to take like the larger chunk. Like so, sixty like percent. If, if you stole my money, I'd want mm. at least like. 80% of the winnings. 80%? Yeah, because you took it without but I could asking double, me. I could double your investment. Well, you've still got some of your money mm. that you've won. Yeah. But like, because it's, it's my money. It's an interesting conversation. I wouldn't, obviously, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't do it in real life, but. Well, this guy did. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, as a decent human being. <laughs> oh, I've stumbled on a Reddit feed with a lot of different opinions. There yeah. is no, there's no way we're going to get to a conclusion. There's no right or wrong. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you double the money, she can. Like, she's put in ten, she gets back twenty. Happy days. Mm. Uh, yeah, and that's how you sleep at night, is it? <laughs> Not like that. No, my mouth's straight. <laughs> so I've got a big day today. <laughs> right. What are you doing? Medieval fair. Gamaraka. Paracomb. God, the you, straight to DVD version of the medieval fair. You northern, you northern hills crew. 
Like <laughs> North I, East. No, come I, on. I think I could actually. North East. I'm gonna do, the North. I'm going to do a tier of the Adelaide Hills. <laughs> no. Because Paracombe is below my feet. <laughs> Mate, if you think that Paracombe yeah. is anywhere below Meadows, you are out of it, your uh, okay. mind. No, we're, we're, we're normal at Meadows. We're are you no- kidding normally me? Run, when we run fairs, we yeah. run the Meadows Country Fair, which dominates the state. If what four you, arms is normal, what then are you, you're normal what are you guys, What are you guys going with at the Paracombe Medieval Fair, mate? <laughs> well, I just want to point out that mm. many other towns do medieval fairs. Barossa, Gummaraka. Yeah. So it's do- it doesn't make you weird to have a medieval fair. No, we'll read out some of the events and I'll be the judge of that. We've got the the SA Strongmen. Yep. Okay. That's actually that's all right. Don't know what they're doing. Just says SA Strongmen. Right. Obviously, they're doing some strength stuff. Oh, I would have thought so. Yeah. <laughs> then we've got horse archery. Horse archery. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Uh, the people on horses are doing archery. What they're just riding along and shooting bow and arrows at a target. Okay. Right. Not at each other. Next. It's not actual medieval it's a little, battle. A little bit weird. We've got jousting. That's oh, at 2.30. For, for God's sake. How what much for you... the jousting sticks? Okay. <laughs> First of all, yeah. what do you expect at a medieval festival? I'm like, Fairy oh, floss. they're doing jousting and you're like, oh. Sorry. Jousting just takes me back to the castle. <laughs> 180 bucks of jousting sticks. <laughs> what else have they got? I'm very much looking forward to the SA flute ensemble. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Now this will be a fun day out. It's a good. It's a good day for the kids. There's lots of. Um, there's a feasting tent. It's good for the community. Yeah. My one concern with these things is the state of the oval after it's done. Oh right. Yeah, because we've got to play like under under 15s football games on these ovals. Okay. Yeah. In the next weeks. Yeah. To come, and mm. I just think. Oh, I don't think it's going to be too good. What you think, little Johnny would fall over and land on a bow and arrow <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> what have you done there, ACL? What happened? Oh, bloody Paracone Medieval Fair was on last week. (laughs) (laughs) They disrupted the turf. (laughs) That's not the ball. That's someone's enemy's head. It's meant to be on that spike over there. Oh, man. So are you a bit of an influencer for the Paracone? (laughs) How do you reckon it's going? I'm going to be be doing Insta stories all day. I think if you use the code word LOS10 for 15% off Adelaide. Yeah, guys, get 10% off your mead and cornbread. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Good morning. 104.7 Triple M.